many hours later. Sup, pimps, and welcome back to What the L. I'm your host, L. Kramer, and today I'm with two of my dear friends, Sam and Dylan. How y'all doing? What up? What y'all, what y'all rocking with today? Shit, I'm rocking with Inner Animal every day, baby. You know me. IA. It's the best way. What, what y'all, yeah, don't be sleeping. Today, we're going to be talking about think like a man, and what does that really actually mean to us three? And since I have two males with me, what better way than to ask them what their take on this is? So, first thing, we should just get into it, right? How's it go? Wait, but we should introduce Dylan. Yeah. Dylan, before we talk about whatever, tell us about yourself, because we just put you on here with, without anything. Correct. Just That's threw him right, into right. the... Into yeah, I kind of just threw him into the sharks just now. I kind of forgot to introduce him. I got an extra microphone, so... <laughs> yeah. We are like, let's let's get this whole squad up. So let's go. Uh, I'm Dylan. I'm one of Sam's best friends. Uh... Kind of just been along on the journey, and I ended up here one day. And this round, with, this room was poo brown. It was poo brown. <laughs> it was it rough in here. It wasn't the best vibe. And L really liked pink, so we painted one wall pink, and we started painting the next wall. And it was a little bit too much pink, so we separated it. And then we came out with this "What the L?" Intrusive thoughts. <laughs> yeah, the intrusive thoughts one. L got a lot of different colors. We got, they got very catered in here. Away. We did do. Uh, we did get very carried away. It was about a week project, but it came out amazing. It I appreciate be, the process. It was supposed to be like a one day situation. One day, one color. And while they're figuring out the paint scheme of this bad boy, uh, <laughs> I'm running the tech behind it. So in the past week, I've uh, basically become a tech professional. At this point, I guess you can call me. I've watched so many headaches. YouTube videos, at least five. So <laughs> at least five. Um, I've got it figured out from here. Uh, hopefully <laughs> now. Uh, but I got some really awesome friends. My boy Bo hooked me up with uh, this little mic. Thanks, my boy. Uh, and also got me uh, another computer screen. So I've been killing it with the edits, practicing, sharpening, you know, because we're, we're about to show them what inner animals work with now that I'm figuring out how to put it on the screens. So first question, you guys. Let's start with Dylan. So Dylan, right. <laughs> you're on the hot seat today. How do you seat. deal with emotions as a man? Uh, for a while I struggled with them. Didn't really know like how to alter them. Kind of grew up by myself for the most part. The men that I had in my life didn't really know how to alter with their emotions. They just said, you know, deal with it. It's just they don't really talk about them. Uh, the women that I had in my life growing up, like my nanny, and them, they didn't really. They didn't struggle much growing up, so they didn't, they don't understand how to talk with problems, so I kind of just had to learn how to cope with them on my own. Um, it was a battle for a while. It was, I guess you could say more of a a learning curve, because I got to learn a lot through it. It sucked for the most part, going through it, but look, getting to look back, you realize like the person that it makes you become. So, I guess I appreciate the most of it. Dealing with the emotions, uh, sometimes it's still a battle. I mean, it's it's like a mind game that you gotta alter through yourself. You gotta learn how to take the like the hard, heartfelt emotions 
as you do the good emotions, you know, you got to appreciate all of them because if you don't have the bad emotions of hard days, you're not going to have the good days. Mm-hmm. Good answer. Sam, what about you? What, how do I deal with emotions? Mm-hmm. I'm probably not the best example, but... Uh, <laughs> That's okay. I agree. That's okay. I kind of just, like, bottle them up a little bit. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I got some some pretty strong like walls I built uh, through the years, and right. just kind of like I've been able to mentally isolate myself in certain circumstances. So it's like I'm okay on that island, you know. I can get through it because uh, sometimes I just need a, like mental reset. Um, but whenever it's you know say emotions towards another person or thing, I'm not afraid to voice my opinions, thoughts, or whatever. So I, I'll put it on the table if I'm feeling some sort of way and. I don't know. Sometimes that causes conflict, so I just kind of stay in my lane lately. So I just kind of, yeah. you know, I don't have much external, like the external emotional problems I have. I find are all self-inflicted, um, and a lot more. It's I kind of use it like for fuel, because you know if if, uh, if I'm if a rag on the voice in my head is like ragging on me, then my performance is you know feeling of lack. So I have to put it. Like an extra pep in my step, in one way or another. Right. So it it kind of makes me self reflect <clears throat> and like sit on the bed. It's like, what do you suck at? Like, what am, what am I lacking in? Sort yeah. of deal. So I mean, I can't I can't really bring that out on someone else. Yeah. I've learned that the hard way because I've done it a ton of times, and it's like, yeah. wait a minute, mm-hmm. that's uh, that's not the move. Yeah. So, how do you emotionally reset? Hmm. Normally, like. I used to love like going out in just the nature, like riding the folders or going around the trails or stuff. But nowadays, I just kind of chill. Um, I've been doing a lot of editing, so that's pretty cool. That's kind of like my little, that's my only escape because I'm, you know, kind of self self independent. Uh, I guess is the word. So it's like I like my own little bubble sometimes. Right. So I could put myself in that pretty easily with that. And the gym, the gym's always been that. Because in the gym, I could just be in my own zone, you know, do my own thing while I'm, you know, oops, accidentally got stronger just because I'm mad at the world. Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, I got to freaking do as many curls or whatever. Yeah. You, you use that, like, aggression to, like, go reset yourself. Like, right. Even though you're in a bad state, you still want to make yourself better. Right. Uh, kind of like Sam said, like, I usually I'll go ride my either my bicycle or my street bike. Uh, being with friends really helps reset because you're dealing with you get to interact with other energies and stuff so uh, it kind of helps tone it out that you don't have to deal with it so much like it not no, not so much numbs it but you realize that there's other things that you can appreciate you don't have to focus so much on like that one problem so much mm-hmm. the emotions because if you focus on them it's just going to drown you I mean yeah. You focus on it. That's all you're gonna have to think about. You get overwhelmed. Sink or swim, for I sure. Mean, yeah, a person that does nothing but think has nothing to think of but thoughts. So. Right. So. You just kind of keep throwing yourself into the yeah, same it's loop. A loop. Yeah. How do you get out of like your overthinking? Whenever you are, whenever you do find yourself overthinking. Uh, you're busy. Productive. Yeah. Do something. You gotta be productive. I mean. I feel like with idle hands, then my thoughts really get crazy. And yeah. It. Cause like I struggle with that a lot at work. Cause like I I've been doing flooring and showers for a long time, so it's really just basic math to me now. And just it's like Legos. So even if you have like 
heavy thoughts on your mind and you're still busy but you're doing something that's so like programmed in your mind basically you you could you still have like a free altered mind to where you can still have, like think about other outside thoughts mm-hmm. besides work so sometimes stuff like that like sometimes some days at work might be kind of hard because i already know what i'm doing so i don't have to think too much of what i'm doing uh but if it's like a like a new project something that i don't know completely of what i'm doing and i i'm learning that then my mind's completely free and it's set on that you know mm-hmm. so learn go and do things that like you don't know much about to perfect that or just learn a little bit more of it it'll definitely help you take your mind off of any type of emotion or anything you're dealing with yeah what y'all both said do y'all nec- like is that I don't think that's necessarily unhealthy, but, like, do y'all ever take time to, like, just sit with your thoughts that need to be thought out? Oh, I spend too much time with my thoughts. But it's like you find or sometimes I'll analyze an issue or whatever's going on, and I get so hyper-focused in the the what-ifs, the fallback, the, you know, plan B, I guess. I'll overanalyze, like, that one the the one leg of the issue and forget about the like forget about all the rest so by the time i fix this one now i I got three new issues because i've been neglecting and and whatever because i'm hyper focused on some like lately i've been noticing it bad with fitness so for the longest time you know like that's supposed to be my priority for sure my health my health my recovery my fitness is is number one for me you know besides god and family but i just don't have it in me or i didn't to stretch it to go as hard as I could in this area. And then with inner animal and stuff, I would always be slacking on, you know, creating new designs or, or trying to push new sales. Cause I'm not like as focused on the, the business side as I am the Sam side. Cause I still right. gotta fix me before I even, you know, can do all this other stuff. But now that I'm starting to learn, like take a step back, kind of move more methodically, you know, like organize myself, kind of be more thought out be more proactive in my, throughout my day. And it just, it's starting to, to get in the, you know, the discipline, it's become a habit finally. Right. So the overthinking is very seldom unless something, you know, just pops up, but you get down on these big jobs. So, yeah. uh, sitting with my thoughts. Yeah, definitely sit with my thoughts a lot for sure. Uh, to find ways to go through them when I sit, sit with them, sometimes it's very complicated because, I mean, it's that, something that you that I grew up with anyway of you know not having too many people to talk to about my problems so I guess you could say like to fix them while I'm sitting with them I try to go through the ones that like the problems or emotions that I'm dealing with that I don't like the most and start with those to where like the ones that aren't bothering me so bad you know they're obvious they're not gonna inflict on the the other problems that i'm trying to deal with mm-hmm. you get what i'm trying to say yeah i do for me i feel like i constantly i want to make a whole episode about overthinking because i struggle so much like they probably have noticed i don't know if if i if I overthink, I do a lot because I'm always like second guessing myself. And I don't know, I think that's probably like trauma related from just like my childhood and things that didn't get like attention or whatever. I don't know, just 
psychological damage that everyone has. Like everyone has some something that some type of flaw or something. I right. don't know where I was going with that. Can can I ask you a question? Of course, Sam. So if you I, I, I take it you're able to like sit and analyze and, and find <laughs> your or at least observe and acknowledge your past childhood experiences or whatever it is, your your past experiences and trauma related, have you do you identify them and then solve them? Or is it like identifying them and then you just that's part of the identity? So for me, I used to really struggle with the things from my past, like identifying with them because I felt like what happened to me or like things that I've struggled with letting go of from the past, like failed relationships, failed friendships, um, just, I don't know, mean girls, body dysmorphia, all of it, all of those things, like all of the overthinking, anxiety, depression, you name it, I probably dealt with it. But the thing was like, all of those things are just fleeting moments and like you can let go of those things. And I'm definitely not in a place where I've completely let go of like, the things that have hurt me, but I'm working through them and definitely a work in progress. And I've let go of a lot of things that have hurt me, but definitely still need to be able, the most important thing that I'm struggling with is like being able to forgive myself for letting, like for, I don't want to say for letting them happen or just like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like you can't. I just need to forgive myself is because the, is the thing. Lately you see like, strengthening my my spiritual side and knowledge i guess and and building that brotherhood with some people around me that i'm like hey i don't understand this you know can they kind of can break it down it's really helped in that regard because like i at the end of the day regardless how mean my little voice in my head is over whatever happened it's like okay if, if i'm enough for god like chill you you know i deserve a little bit of breathing room right and i think one of the most like crucial things in my journey with not identifying with things from my past is also remembering the positive things in my life, the accolades that I associate my worth with are not my worth. Like this podcast, the fact that I'm I'm trying to get a college education, all of those things that were taken away from me whenever I was a senior in high school, COVID year, I was a COVID like COVID kid, COVID COVID kid, COVID graduate, like I never got to finish my retreat team. Like I was a retreat, a retreat leader for this, for these like juniors and seniors at my school. And we never got to have our last retreat and that ruined, like that literally wrecked me. And I didn't get to have a graduation really. And I didn't get to have like all of these things that I used to identify myself with. Like we didn't get to have our last track meet or anything. And all of those things, whenever they were taken so abruptly one day, March 14th, like I was like, who am I? Like what, who, who is this person? And then to make it even worse, we were like, okay, now you're stuck in the one place that you like want to get out of. Because for me, I'm a person who likes to go, go, go. And whenever right. I'm stuck, I feel stuck. And it was hard for me to, it was hard for me to break down myself in order to build myself up during COVID because I had no freaking idea who I was with all of the things that I associate with myself. <laughs> Once they were taken away, I was like, okay, don't know who this girl is. Where do I start? What do I do? And so remembering that the accolades the good things that i love aren't like remembering that those things aren't the 
be all like those aren't my idols right kind of like what dylan said like you have to take the good and the bad you know exactly like what you said because i feel like there's this stupid quote it's not stupid it's there's this quote from the show i used to watch called teen wolf and if you watch teen wolf you're (laughs) go you but basically it's regression of the mean and it's basically all good things and bad things are eventually going to balance out. Like, it can't be all bad and it can't be all good. So if your life feels like shit right now, like, it's going to get better. And if your life is great, just remember that there are going to be bad times. Like, it's going to, it's, life fluctuates. You're going to flow. You're going to ebb and flow. Like, you're going to, you're just going to go through so many different seasons in your life. And once you realize that each season is different and you're able to make peace with the fact that, whatever direction you go in is the right direction, you start to live a lot more happily, happy. Because, like, free. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like the yin to yang, you know. The right. Black, the black to the white. You got to appreciate the dark for the night and the day for the light. And, pe- and people don't understand it. It's like, I don't know. I think having a little bit of bipolar in me are just, like, <laughs> Not knowing how to deal with that throughout my childhood really made me understand that. Yeah. Because, man, the highs are high, but the lows are low. And yeah. it was, you know, for so many times throughout my life, it's been, you know, so drastic. And But now I'm, I finally understood and, like, have enough ability to have control over it. Correct. But it's like, oh, my God, whenever that's controlling you, yeah. bro, I can see why, you know, people do have to take medicine and do all this stuff. Because, like, yeah. bro, that's, that's crazy. Right. It's because our brains just aren't mixing the, enough juice or something. I don't know. Yeah, and, like, for years, I had to take anxiety medicine because I struggle with anxiety. But recently, I, like, probably don't recommend this, but I was in Austin for my New Year's trip with the girls, and I ran out of my anxiety medicine. So I kind of might have cold turkey stopped taking it. Don't do that. Definitely don't recommend doing that. But, I mean, since it happened, I haven't taken it. And I think I'm just going to decide to treat the root and not the symptom because for a while I was like okay taking this anxiety medicine not not a knock on anybody who takes medicines or anything like because I still take medicine but I mean for me personally at this point in my life I want to be able to have a hold on my emotions without having that I don't know like dependent on something you know and I just want to live my life without being dependent on a drug right right it's almost it's like a temporary problem or a temporary solution for a temporary problem you almost you know like, yeah because like think about it like our bodies programmed are built designed in a way to like it, it notifies us when things are right you know you Correct. get a headache people take an advil or whatever it's like but well, wait what's giving you the headache What's the underlying issue? Like, yeah, it exactly. could be just a cramped muscle or something. You know, and go I think stretch, it's, go get a massage, do something, something move. move. Like, yeah, yeah. Couch, couch. but people are, yeah, they're just into finding the quickest yeah. band aid because it's convenience and, and quickness nowadays. What stereotypes or misconceptions about men do you find most frustrating? Mm, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of hard to say because, like, the older you get like because i mean growing up all you hear is like oh all men are shit all men are trash but i mean the older you get like you realize like a lot of men are scumbags and vice versa a lot of women don't really know what they're doing with their lives and 
A lot of people are just, you know, just out here just horny and just running around, but it's that's why men are shit and that's why some women are shit. They don't focus on like the bigger picture. Their true emotion of, you know, what they want to do with someone. They get stuck on that, that dopamine rush. Mm-hmm. Um, that's yeah. real, that's like it's I'm, hard to say because like that's I don't really get offended by I'm kind of in a different stereotype yeah, genre you know people stereotype like, me for different reasons yes, not because I'm a guy or not you yeah because like that's like saying you let words alter your emotions and stuff like people's words have no actions I don't know man without, words you know. are powerful because it's all about the ears receiving it their perspective their perception of it because like think about that's it that's what i'm saying though. so like those stereotypes like oh yeah facts. they don't really bother me because same yeah i know i'm not that person right or, you know. and i mean obviously i have never i mean i haven't heard very many that i fit into so kind of just chilling on the stereotypes but i like the, stereos and i could type but i don't have no nice. stereotypes good one that was a knee slapper sure. work on my stand-up comedy act Got to get the stand-up part down. I got comedy. I'm Getting good. There. I've heard the stand-up comedy joke like six times. We're going to cancel her on her own show. <laughs> I figured out the tech. I'm the guy editing this. <laughs> I am. I literally am the girl sitting next to him helping him edit whenever. I'm the girl who gives him good Wi-Fi. Hey, she ain't lying, though. That, she got that yeah. pressure. And I do bring the whole camera team with me. I got my whole boom, ring light. We working anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, how do men perceive confidence in women? Attractive. Yeah. I like a woman that, like, is confident enough in, like, I look at confidence kind of like like trust. Like, I'm confident in myself because I trust myself because I made small little promises right. and small little wins. So <clears throat> for a female to reciprocate that, okay, well, maybe she's doing the same. Yeah, reciprocation is a lot. Oh, it's huge. And I mean, if as if she's not just like a, a scumbag that's like got a freaking uh, uh, a clown mask on or something like so it's uh, so <laughs> it's I think it's attractive. No, I mean, if her, if it's confidence and not arrogance, right. I really like yeah, that. But a difference. Yeah, huge difference in the two. Because yeah. like you could be you could bring a lot to the table, baby, but so can I. So like yeah. you a lot to lose, but so am I. It's, yeah, you gotta learn to lose me before you learn to love me. Right. Because right? I mean, we could both if we're both bringing the same thing to the table, the weighing down factor is like the loyalty. So you you gotta have confidence in not only what you're bringing to the table financially, but what you can supply like emotionally and mentally. You know? and because think about it, like. I feel like lack of confidence often correlates with like personal insecurities, Mm -hmm. which we all have them, but that means that they're either ignoring the root or just kind of ignoring the problem as a whole. Or projecting. Yeah. Or, yep, exactly. Because, A, it's all about reciprocation. (laughs) Reciprocation. It's reciprocation. That's facts. Something like that. How do y'all respond to women taking initiative in relationships? Like... Initiative like, in like what sense? Like just like making the first move. I mean, I mean, I find I find it's a it's attractive if it's like a very no mutual thing because that's only gonna make me want to chase it a little bit harder. You know. But what if what if the girl like reciprocates it completely first? Like she that's not what she just put it out there. I mean, I've had a chick come like, up to me in the bar and fucking just start kissing me if that's what you mean. And I'm like, no, that was I mean, like, if back. she like if she slid in your DMs, 
Dude, some of my longest last relationships have started that way. Okay. I think all of them actually. All of the relationships started in the. Day. No, like my longest ones, like the best quality ones, because like have started from them coming to you. Yeah. Oh, See, I'll, I'll, I'll throw my cast out and I'm gonna let it sit. She gonna bite. She gonna throw it. Come back. I'm like, hey, what's up? With throwing your cast out, you're not going. That's not you going out there. Well. Yeah, that I mean, exactly facts. But I mean, me waking up is throwing my cast out. You know what I'm saying? What? Yeah, but like I'm like, hey, what's up, world? No, that is not throwing your cast out. No, because you're just walking around you with your rod. Because you're throwing it out to everyone. I mean, you know? if, if that's the case, you're not, you're not only throwing it out to that Because you know, you're just walking around with your rod, but somebody come and get it would be like, nah, let me hook. Yeah, bait. Oh, my goodness. He's <laughs> 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 Um, How can thinking like a man be beneficial for women? So, like, what... I know this has been, like, kind of tailored to men, but now that I have, like, more women listening to this podcast... All three of you. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Mom, Grandma. Let's go, Becky. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, guys. Um, can So, like, how can we... How can this be beneficial for women? Like, what characteristics, the ways that y'all think? Yeah. I feel like, for what, and it makes sense, I, I guess, but it seems like, you know, women are a lot more emotionally dependent. Like, they, they need that that rock or that that safe space whereas like and not to say that's bad but i feel like if women were able to kind of like not have such thin skin on you know whatever because i feel like the small things that throughout her day if it is aggravating or irritating or getting under skin that's bottling up pressure that now she's going to come back and like you know bring back to the relationship but if you're able to just like understand and just kind of reciprocate operate uh, in, in accordance to how they're operating right i feel like that's a part of my day that i think is pretty awesome i mean or my, my my mentality i guess because shit i've had girlfriends that like will blow up cry or freak out for like the smallest things I'm like, bro, why are you letting that ruffle your feathers like yeah we got so much bigger stuff that you could be thinking about you know or dreaming about other than someone else's opinion or whatever yeah, i find some women are kind of more emotional because of how we were saying earlier like men growing up we were kind of told to just like deal with it i find more girls get to you know mom and the daughter they're like right. best friends you know they kind of get connected on that level versus like dad just wants you to hold the flashlight you know like right. why are you holding it right there hold it this way you know? why do you keep like, breaking this for yeah, what the you know but uh so i find that like they do get more drawn out over just little things because growing up, maybe they don't talk to mom as much anymore. Or right. they wish that they had somebody else besides mom that they could talk to. Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, I go through that sometimes. You know, I wish I, I, felt, I wish I had somebody to just call all the time and be like, hey, this is what life got me in right now. You know, how can I get through it? You know, and my brother's kind of been helping me out with that lately, but... Corey, man, Corey, <laughs> yeah, go, bro, Corey's, I swear. Corey's been helping me Corey, out you a better lot, watch man. this. Uh, for a while, uh, I'd say... Hey. Street smarts. Yeah, like, really like a lot of street smarts. Right like, I feel like a lot of women, and I give it to y'all, y'all are book smart. Like, y'all are very smart when it comes to anything, like tech, books, all that comprehension and all that. Comprehend understanding. Just like a, there, I feel it. like there's a lot of common sense things that like y'all overthink and y'all miss out on the just like the now the simple like yeah. I feel personally called out on right the now. gesture. Well, 
<laughs> take note. Hey, you got your notepad. Take a note. If the truth hurts, sometimes you just needed to hear it, and that's what the it The shoe fits. Hey, lace that, that mug up. The back. That's all I I'm mean, asking for. It's faster that way. Stab you in the chest. So you can see it. Yeah. yeah. And then they'll help you pull it out. Or leave it in, let you think about it for a little while. Kind of friendship that I just get myself into. <laughs> Becky, you know where we're at. If I go nope. missing. Oh, my God. Well, something that you said that kind of struck out to me, Dylan, was you said um, y'all just had to deal with it. And I did make an episode called York and F. You should go check it out if you haven't. Basically talking about how in today's world, men are their feelings I feel like are a little bit suppressed it seems like and um just talking about my experiences because I have three brothers and although they are great at expressing their emotions they are great examples to me who signify good good emotion good emotional intelligence but like other I've seen other guys in my life like who are not like don't have the assets that they did so Seeing that, I wanted to try to help other guys get in touch with their emotions more because I feel as though there are so many guys out there who don't have that emotional side to them, you know? Because they don't know how, they don't understand how to process it, I feel like. Because I didn't for the longest time. Like, growing up, it was like, what's all, yeah. like, you know, you think the world's in it, and then you're cool, you're good. You're, then, then the world's in it, it's yeah. like, wow, this is so, like, it's draining. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now, as, like, an adult, it's like, oh, wait, hold up. Let's see what's going on. Why am yeah, I feeling gotta, like this? See, I've always heard that, like, a woman is, like, their their body's completely connected. Like, their mind is connected to their heart. It is. I've always, and then a man's, that brain isn't connected to their heart. You know, like, their mind's free. It's more of a, it's like we're born killers, you know, like, born fighters. We're always on that drive for, like, the next thing. We're always hungry versus uh, women are kind of, like, it's almost like they're content. Like, they know what they got. Right. You 